The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, people love chopping wood. In this activity, one quickly sees results. As a Smart Moves Coach, I won't help you chop wood, but I will help you make the leadership and business moves to quickly see results. Now, a quick Smart Moves treat brought to you by my valued sponsor, Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Three leadership truths about business growth. Do you know that business growth is a double-edged sword? When it's well-planned and well-managed, it has the potential for providing tremendous financial and personal rewards to the owners and investors. When growth is poorly planned and uncontrolled, it often leads to financial distress and failure. The issue is not whether to grow, but how to grow with smarts. Whether you are a budding entrepreneur or a veteran business owner, be aware of these three leadership truths. First, growth can be scary. Growing your business means taking risks and moving outside your comfort zone, which can be scary. But to grow, you may have to take your company in new directions. There are times when you'll find yourself on the razor edge between success and failure. A good leader has to be able to face down the demons of growth and prevail. Ask yourself, are you psychologically equipped to lead your employees on the roller coaster of growth? Second, growth will require you to change. At each stage of development, you will have to take on new sets of leadership roles. You must delegate to others and keep asking the question, what are the things only I need to do? Your answer will change each time your company moves to a new stage of development. One way to learn more about the changes you have to make is to talk with those who are further along on their entrepreneurial journey. Join a CEO group or find a coach or mentor. And three, growth is all about the people. It's your people who help you execute the plan and achieve the goals that will determine whether and how fast the company will grow. Find and hire awesome people. Don't settle for warm bodies. Reward high performers who share your goals and values. Get rid of those who don't. Create opportunities for employees to grow and develop within your company and let them know how much you need and value them. So, here's a smart moose tip. A company cannot sustain growth if it does not have the necessary infrastructure. One of your roles as leaders is to make sure the five P's of smart growth are identified, defined, and aligned. They include, first, your purpose, what you are about, then your plan and priorities, where you're going and the most important ways to get there, 
And finally, your people and performance. Do you have the right folks in the right seats on the bus doing the right things and getting the right results? Listeners, do you want to know more about how to make sure you have the five P's of smart growth? Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Here's another leadership truth about smart growth. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, effort, resources, and perhaps a bit of good luck. Here's a quote from Navin Jain, entrepreneur and founder of the World Innovation Institute. He says, quote, success doesn't necessarily come from the breakthrough of innovation, but from flawless execution. A great strategy alone won't win a game or battle. The win comes from basic blocking and tackling. My guest today, Joe F. Claw, will give us those blocking and tackling tips for driving ridiculously good strategy execution throughout the organization. Joe has over 18 years of strategic planning, operational management, and entrepreneurial experience. As a strategy execution consultant, Joe is highly sought after by boards of directors, executives, and managers from mid-cap businesses to global 500 enterprises. Joe has co-created the Keys to Strategic Execution model that has helped thousands of managers across dozens of organizations execute strategy and create competitive advantage. Welcome, Joe. It's a delight to have you on the Business Edge. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, Marcia. Well, let's get right to it. Um, why is the work you do around strategy execution so important today? Well, you know, it's, uh, it really comes down to what is scarce in business today. And, uh, you know, from our almost two decades of work, we can, we can tell you very clearly that what is really scarce is really good strategy execution. There's just a lot of mediocrity out there. And, uh, you know, in fact, there's been books written about it. Uh, Jim, Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, comes to mind. You know, why aren't there a lot of great companies? And it's primarily because there's some good companies. And so mediocrity gets in the way many times of, uh, of really good execution. And so the work that we do around strategy and implementing strategy is, uh, is work that directly links to making that leap from good to great. And, and so in, in making that leap to good or great, um, what is the most important question that the CEO needs to answer? Well, you know, it really comes down to uh, answering what we call the fundamental business question, Marcia, and that is, mm-hmm. uh, why do your customers buy from you versus the competition? So if, if you're a CEO, that is, you need to nail down the answer to that question. Why do your customers buy from you versus going to the competitor's shop? Uh, there are many choices out there that your customers have, and you have to be able to nail down what are, the, what are the preferences that our particular customers have? How are we different in the marketplace? And as a CEO, you need to be able to answer first and foremost that fundamental business question. And then from there, you have to then ensure that the rest of your team uh, mm-hmm. and your organization overall understands what the answer to that question is so that they're all rowing the boat in the same direction. Right. And so it's really cascading strategy throughout the organization from top level to mid-managers to front line. Um, That sounds easy, but I bet it isn't. I bet there are a lot of difficulties in that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, sure. Yeah. You know, the, and, and the fundamental business question, it doesn't matter if you're a hot dog stand or a billion-dollar widget company or Apple. Mm-hmm. The question is the same. And so the 
cascading happens at the, at the C-suite. So the CEO first needs to understand what compels our customers to buy from us, what truly makes us different in the marketplace. And then I have to be able, as a CEO, I have to be able to craft that story in such a way that the rest of my organization understands it and understands it in a way that is, is relevant and meaningful to their particular job on a daily basis. And so oftentimes there are, are disconnects there, as you can imagine. Yes. Yes. I mean, I have come across instances where, um, especially at the lower level, they it's just a job to them. They don't see that connection between what they do and what the company's trying to accomplish and how what they do um, relates to the customer. So, you know, part of it is, it's a simple question is, figuring out what business are we in and who are our customers and what do they want. To me, those are the three basic questions. Absolutely. Yes, and, absolutely. And um, and so, you know, talk a little bit about, all right, so it's, it's the, the C-suite has decided. This is our business. This is what we do. Who are, these are our customers. Where does it go next? How did... <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, what happens is typically the game of telephone comes into play. Mm-hmm. And if you're familiar with the game of telephone, perhaps when, when, when you were in elementary school, uh, that's the game where uh, a secret, you're told a secret, and then you're asked to pass that secret on to the next person in your class, and you go around the whole class, and by the end of the, the very last person, uh, that information, that message is completely different than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the original message. And so the same, that's the, the classic game of telephone right there. And the same thing happens inside of organizations. And I tell you, Marsha, it happens in organizations that have six people in them, you know, small, early-stage entrepreneurial companies, and it happens in companies that have 6,000 or 60,000. And what, when you have a game of telephone going on, you are introducing cost into your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, just a, a comment on that. Um, I was privy to uh, watching a change happen in an organization, um, and, and it was probably of about 100 people or so, or 200 people. And um, I, I witnessed where the department heads got the information from the VP of changes that are going on. And they all nodded their head, yes, we understand. And the VP left, but what, but Normally what would have happened is each department head would have left and gotten their people together and say, okay, these are the changes. But that didn't happen. Right. What happened was the department's head said, let's make sure we're telling the same story to all the people. So let's craft all of us, all department heads, what are the key points we're going to say to our people? And I thought that was brilliant. Um, and it worked. Everyone got the same message right. at the same time. So I think that's what you're really talking about. That, that's it. You, you nailed it. And, and the, the challenge, I think, for business owners and executives is just, that, first of all, the term strategy. Mm-hmm. There's no common definition for, for even just the term, the word itself, uh, let alone your own unique strategy. And so that's one of the challenges to, to the, the senior executive suite is how do we take this abstract concept of strategy and translate it into terms that are meaningful for our employees. And so, so oftentimes that just doesn't happen. And, and you have then disconnects all throughout the organization and even on small teams. Well, I wonder if you can hold that thought, Joe, because it's time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is Joe Clark, um, who is talking about the keys to strategy execution. So stay tuned. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it 
People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is Joe Clark, talking about driving ridiculously good strategy throughout the organization. And so, Joe, you know, what comes to my mind is um, it's really important that the CEO understands the importance of translating strategy to to the uh, lower level. So what is an important skill that any CEO needs to have? Well, when it comes to uh, to, to being able to, to translate strategy, and, and I mentioned before, strategy is just it's an abstraction. So it's mm-hmm. difficult in, in general to be able to, to translate it into something that's meaningful. One of the most important skills that a CEO, and frankly, Marsha, any, any manager at any level in the organization, one of the most important skills that they need to have is the ability to craft a compelling story for mm-hmm. their team. Uh, a story for their team members and individuals to be able to rally around. And that story is the story or the narrative of their strategy and what makes them different in the marketplace. And, you know, what can oftentimes happen is we don't do a good job of that at the senior level. And so individuals are making disconnected decisions all throughout the organization. So what we need to do as CEOs and senior managers is we need to be curators. Mm. So if you think about the difference between an art museum and an art warehouse, let's just think about that for a minute. The difference between an art museum and an art warehouse. An art warehouse is packed with art. It's designed to, to get as much art into it as, as, as possible. So it's really mm-hmm. cluttered. Mm-hmm. An art museum is different. It has empty space. Right. It has a curator. The curator's job is to pick the best pieces, the pieces that really tell the story of the exhibit, that really hold the narrative of the exhibit. So it's a curator's job to, to figure out, you know, which pieces are really going to inject some magic into the exhibit. It's, and it's a CEO's job and a senior executive's job to really figure out and be the curators of the story. There's so much. Employees have so many things that they can work on and so much noise coming at them throughout the day, distractions and everything else. They need to be able to be curators and focus themselves and their teams on the things that really matter in the eyes, uh, you know, in the eyes of the customer, essentially. Okay, I love that analogy of the um, being a curator uh, because and and uh, and trying to 
make sure that your people understand what your strategy is. Um, how does a, a CEO go about doing that? Well, uh, in, in, in actually a story comes to mind uh, that, uh, that I think kind of illustrates this point. Uh, it, there was a story a long time ago, maybe a few hundred years ago, and I'm not a historian, Marcia, but I'll do my best with this story. Sure. A, a couple of hundred years ago in, in old England, uh, let's imagine there's a shipyard and a bunch of giant ships are being built in this shipyard. Mm-hmm. And there's a young boy who's walking up and down the different docks in this particular shipyard, and he goes up onto one ship and he sees a big, a big you know, muscular man swinging an axe, and he goes up to him and says, well, what are you doing? And the man turns to him and he says, well, you know, what's it look like I'm doing? I'm chopping wood. Yes. And he's kind of dismissive to the boy. And so the boy kind of, he puts his head down and he wanders off the ship and he heads down the docks to the next ship. And he goes up onto that big, uh, you know, big vessel and he goes up to another big guy wielding an axe. And he says, well, what are you doing? And the man says, well, I am building a magnificent ship to carry all the treasures back to England. Mm-hmm. So the idea with that story, Marcia, is if you think about the two different employees, essentially, right? You have employee right. one who says, mm-hmm. well, I'm just chopping wood. Mm-hmm. You have employee two who says, no, I'm contributing to something greater than that. The idea is that the manager of those two different employees had a very different approach with those employees. You know, employee number one didn't understand the story of what he's contributing to. He thinks he's just in there punching the clock and cranking right. out widgets. Right, right. The second guy has a manager who's done a, 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 you know, a great job of crafting that purpose, uh, as you talked about in the begin, beginning of the show, crafting that vision, so that that, that axeman, he understands that he's not just you know, chopping wood and and doing some seemingly mundane task, he's contributing contributing to something that uh, has a much greater purpose. You know, and and this is the importance of storytelling, of of crafting that story, crafting that purpose, crafting that image. But I'm going to be a devil's advocate here. Sure. Okay, because um, I can tell you're whether you by nature or you've learned to be a storyteller. And but there are managers out there that say that's full of you know what I'm just going to go in there and say it as it is I'm not a storyteller I'm not one an entertainer um, I'm a manager <laughs> right so, right so how do you help that kind of manager understand the value of you know you're not going to be this great storyteller that you know that's going to be on television, but to be able to help that employee connect with the mission. Right. Well, that, that's a great question, and you bring up a great point, too. Not, not all of us have the same skill set when we enter into the role of, of leadership. Mm-hmm. And there are different types of leadership styles, as I'm, as I'm sure you know from your uh, expertise. Right. Uh, so if, you, if you're not a natural storyteller, then there are some great tools out there that you can use. Uh, there's tools from uh, the methodology of the balanced scorecard, if you're familiar with that. And, and we do a lot of work around the balanced scorecard. And, and, uh, and one of those tools in particular is called a strategy map. Mm. And it's a, the whole idea with a strategy map is to create a one-page visual representation of your strategy, essentially. Right. So if you're not, you know, if, if you don't have that natural skill set, you need to you need to lean on tools that will help you do that. And so a strategy map is, is one of, of many great tools, and it's, it's designed to help you as a manager be that curator that we talked about and help you craft that story if, it's, if it doesn't come naturally to you. But the story, and, and this is circling back around to uh, the fundamental business question, which I mentioned earlier around, mm-hmm. you know, why, why do your customers buy from you versus your competition? That's where your story begins. So as a CEO, if you have managers who perhaps don't have great skills around storytelling, narrow it down for them. Explain to them, ensure they understand, you know, why, why do our customers come to us? And that is the beginning of, 
where each one of those managers needs to start with their narrative. You know, here, here's why we're here today, you guys, and this can be uh, an IT manager or an HR manager or whatever functional unit, sales, marketing, it doesn't matter. That manager needs to say, here's why we're here as a team. Here's all the things that we're working on, all the activities and projects that we're working on, and here's how those seemingly mundane activities link up to creating something unique for our customers. That's where, that's the essence of that story around strategy. So hopefully that makes sense and kind of clears that up a little bit for you, Mark. Yes, it, it really does. And I think that's important uh, for managers to know. And I like the idea of a one-page uh, strategy map or what, what, what you called it so right. that it's, it's a cheat sheet. I call it a cheat sheet for that. Yes, um, great, great, great way to say it. <laughs> um, but I'd like to move on to um, why do you think it's important for every employee to understand their company strategy? Uh, why do they need to know this? Right. And that's, that's a great question. And, you know, that's ultimately a question that every leader in, in every company and of every size, they need to wrestle with that themselves. Is that a value that they have, uh, you know, as part of being a leader? And, and that value, Marcia, is, is do, I, do I believe that everybody on my team needs to understand the game plan? And, you know, occasionally we have clients who will come to us and, and say, I, I don't know, Joe. Uh, you know, my guys and gals, they come into work every day and they punch the clock and they crank out widgets. Do they need to know the strategy? And that's ultimately, you know, we believe yes, but ultimately that's something that each leader needs to wrestle with. Is it important? And, and you know, I could loop it back to the, uh, to the log cutters we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the, the idea with the first log cutter is that he doesn't really understand why, what he's contributing to. He doesn't understand the strategy or the purpose or the vision. He thinks he's just punching the clock, uh, clock and cutting, cutting wood. Now, that can lead to... And this is going back to your question, why is it important for every employee to understand the strategy? If they don't understand the strategy, Marcia, it can lead to compliance. Mm-hmm. Compliance leads to mediocrity. Right. And mediocrity is what we're talking about today. We're trying to get past mediocrity in business. We're trying to look at what's scarce and what's scarce is really good strategy execution. So every employee at every level, if they understand their company's game plan and how they fit, and this is the key, how they fit into that game plan, Yes. they understand they're not just chopping wood, they're doing something that contributes uniqueness uh, into the marketplace. You know, that individual is more likely to be committed to the business versus compliant. Well, on that note, it's time for a short break. On the Business Edge, I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is Joe Clark, co-creator of the Keys to Strategy Execution. Stay tuned. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. 
Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, Connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Joe Clark, talking about driving ridiculously good strategy throughout the organization. And so, you know, moving along, Joe, we're to talk quite a bit about strategies and how to get, why it's important to get employees on board. Um, but then there's this next issue, which is how do teams become more aligned around strategy? Sure. So, uh, I mean, a, a couple of things come to mind. Uh, first of all, uh, you need to know as a manager, as a, a CEO, C-suite executive, you first need to know where the misalignments are on your team, mm-hmm. uh, where those vulnerabilities lie. And uh, if you haven't picked up uh, yet, uh, Marsha, I'm a guy of analogy and metaphor. And so, um, you know, where I'm going with this is that manager, that CEO, they're the captain of their ship. And oftentimes they know that they're taking on water. The challenge is where exactly are the holes? And where, you know, if I don't know where the holes are, I can't fix it. So it's, it's going back to your question Managers, executives, they need to know, they need to have line of sight into where those disconnects are first and foremost. And so we've created, you know, part of our consulting work is, is you know, boots on the ground consulting and rolling up our sleeves with our, our clients. But we've also create, created um, some very compelling tools that we actually call line of sight um, mm-hmm. strategy suite. And they do exactly what the name implies, and that is they create line of sight for managers and executives at any level in the organization to see where those vulnerabilities, where those misalignments are on their team so that they can do something about them. And so to answer your question, that first step needs to be, well, where are the disconnects? And then step number two is what do we need to do to fix those? And what are some of the disconnects that come up in your, in your consulting um, can you give some examples of that? Sure, ab- absolutely. And, and um, I mean, a, a couple of good examples I can think of. Uh, we were doing some direct consulting work with a kind of a middle market, mid-cap printing company uh, a few years ago. This is just a couple of years ago. And uh, if you know much about the printing industry, it's very commoditized. You know, this is an old industry. It's commoditized. It's mostly about price when it comes down to winning business. Mm-hmm. And so the vice president of sales for the North American sales team at the time, he was trying to figure out how can we win business without always having to compete uh, you know, at the bottom line in order to get that business. And so one of the things he did is he hired a, a very high-end consulting firm uh, to come in and do sales training for his entire team uh, around how to sell flexibility and customization and tailored print solutions. Mm-hmm. And that's fantastic. So he spent, uh, you know, spent, spent some good money on that and a lot of time and, and uh, fantastic training and uh, everybody loved it. And that sounds great, right? Right. The disconnect happened at the very same time that was going on inside of the organization on the supply side of the business, the chief operating officer went out and made a very large capital expenditure and bought a, a big, 
big piece of machinery, a big printing press, essentially, and it's a very high-end printing press, kind of a best practice in the industry. This particular printing press is designed to run large volumes with Mm -hmm. very few flaws, so very high quality. But essentially, once you hit the go button on this thing, it's difficult to customize the order because there's so much setup time and changeover involved in customization. And so I think you see where I'm going here. On the demand side of the business, they're selling the value proposition of customization and tailoring. Mm -hmm. And on the supply side of the business, they're setting up their operations to deliver a completely different kind of value. And those two are actually in conflict with each other. And so that's a misalignment right there that you can imagine is introducing cost into that business. And so when you talked earlier about first is to determine the disconnect and then what do you do about it? So what did this company do about it? How did they uh, overcome this challenge? Yeah, so so another great question there. The first thing that they... Well, what they realized, Marsha, is that they don't talk about strategy very often. In mm. fact, hardly ever. You know, once a year at the uh, annual strategic planning event, they come together and they talk about strategy, but they don't talk about it in the context of that fundamental business question. Mm-hmm. And that is, why do your customers buy from you versus your competition? Now, that, that VP of sales had a very different answer to that question than the chief operating officer did. And they realized that they just, there wasn't a consensus around that value proposition. And it's because they don't talk, they don't come together as, a, as an executive team and talk about strategy often enough. And so that was the, the first step in them writing the ship, essentially, is everybody needs to be singing from the same sheet of music. And, you know, we need to have the same idea of why our customers continue you know, continue to come to us, and then we need to align the rest of our activities around delivering that. Right. And, and that's a great example. Um, just out of curiosity, what actually did happen at the company? What, did they get rid of the uh, big printing press? Did they change their uh, sales um, message? What, do you, what did happen? Yeah, so uh, essentially what they decided to do is, is after, after some rigorous dialogue. <laughs> uh, they, I'd like they, to be a fly on, on right. the wall of that room. <laughs> Absolutely, some rigorous dialogue. And that's, you know, that's your job as an executive is having that rigorous dialogue. And strategy is about choice. Right. I mean, the essence of strategy is in choosing what not to do. Right. And so that happens as a group, as an individual. You make those choices about what is most important to our particular target customer. And after going through that, they realized that in order to differentiate in this marketplace, they need to continue to move forward with the strategy of customization and building around, around that. So the printing press that they bought was fine, but they then had to, to make subsequent in, uh, investments into on-demand printing systems and processes as well because they realized that they need to have operations that support variation. And, uh, and so that was, it was a real eye-opener for them. Okay, so moving along, um, I love that story, but um, a lot of companies focus on implementing best practices. What are your thoughts about that? Well, you know, we're, we're not fans, uh, just to be honest with you. We're, we're not, to, you know, not to be contrarian for just the sake mm-hmm. of being contrarian, but we're just not fans of best practices. We believe the more a company focuses on best practices, the more they look like the competition. Uh-huh. And investors... Don't invest in companies to look like everyone else. They invest in companies that are different. Mm-hmm. And so now that doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater, but what it does mean is you don't just copy and paste a best practice because you ran off to the latest industry trade show and you see what everybody else is doing and now you're going to come back and just implement that arbitrarily into your company. You have to look at those best practices and run them through the filter of your strategy. In other words, run them through the filter of how does this help, how does this practice help us answer the fundamental business question that we're trying to answer? And if it, 
does, then let's okay, let's 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 put it in place. If it doesn't, is there something about it that we can tweak and tailor to really make it unique to our game plan? And so when it comes to best practices, we like to think of them as uh, turning best practices into right routines. And so that's the idea. Well, I know we have just about uh, two or three minutes left, and you were going to talk about um, something about hygiene, and I was just curious if you want to talk about it now, because yeah, I'm sure. not sure what you're talking about. Of okay? course, yeah, most people, when I mention, um, you know, now we're going to talk about hygiene, they kind of look at me uh, a little bit odd, oddly uh, and, and wonder, where where's this guy going? Uh, but essentially... This concept of hygiene, if you think about our society, our culture, most of, most of us, we bathe, we take a shower on, on you know, a regular basis, we bathe frequently. Now, here's the thing. We don't get any extra credit for it. And the reason we don't get any extra credit for it is because everybody does it. Right. The same thing happens inside of teams and organizations of all sizes. Employees come into work and they have a list of 10 things to do on their daily to-do list. Mm-hmm. Most of the things on that to-do list are hygiene activities. There are things that don't really give the company any extra credit in the eyes of the customer. So the idea with strategy is to be a curator, as we talked about earlier. What mm-hmm. are the two or three things on my list that really link up to strategy and really link up to giving us extra credit in the eyes of our customers. And then my job as a CEO or as a manager is to ensure that my team spends most of their time focused on activities that really make us different rather than hygiene activities. Now, that doesn't mean we all stop taking a shower, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a problem. Uh, but my job as a manager or, or as an executive is to lessen the impact that hygiene activities have on my team's day. And the only way to do that consistency, uh, consistently and with repeatability, Marcia, is to understand the company's strategy and be able to align your team around that, that common direction. Well, on that note... And I loved how you brought in that, the, the concept of hygiene and strategy. It's time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marcia Seidel, your Smart Moves coach. And my guest is Joe Clark, co-creator of the Keys to Strategy Execution. Stay tuned. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying... 
If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moose Coach. My guest today is Joe Clark, talking about driving ridiculously good strategy throughout the organization. And so, Joe, um, what would be the two or three things that you want uh, listeners to remember about strategy execution. These are the things, like you say, the uh, managers need to tell the employees what are the two, th- two or three things they need to do to satisfy the customers and to give customers value. What are the two or three things you want listeners to remember about what you said? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, well, um, I-, I would say the overarching idea would be to have a Build your strategy. If you're a CEO or a business owner, don't, don't focus on having a strategy to be the best. I hear that all the time. And, uh, you know, we have, uh, we've done good, quite a bit of work with all different sizes of organizations. And when we ask CEOs or business owners, you know, uh, uh, you know tell us about your strategy, they say, well, we want to be the best in, in, you know, North America or the best in a particular industry. Well, what does that mean exactly? And so, you know, the idea around being the best has different meanings to different customers who are looking for different things in the industry. Mm-hmm. So the idea of strategy should be about having a strategy to be different uh, rather than focused on being the best. And when you, when you as a keeper, as a, as a thing to really think about today, build your strategy around that fundamental business question. That would be the main takeaway from our discussion here. Answering that fundamental business question informs the rest of your choices. And without that answer, a clear answer around why your customers buy from you versus the competition, it's difficult to have consistency in your organization uh, and repeatability. So that's one of the, that's, you know, that would be the key, the key takeaway there. Well, I really appreciate that because that that it's you have to answer that fundamental question before you move forward in your business or in your career as well. Absolutely. Uh, so, Joe, um, I know listeners would like to contact you, find out more about your services, uh, line of sight products. So, how can they do that? Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, Marcia, thank you so much for for having me on, and I've enjoyed the conversation. And and so, the way uh, individuals can reach out to us, uh, of course, we have a website. It's pranabusiness.com. P R A N A business.com. Uh, they're welcome to email me directly, uh, and that's just very simple. Joe at pranabusiness.com. And uh, for anybody listening to the podcast, if you want to shoot me an email, I'd be happy to set you up with a uh, what we call our line of sight, which is a very simple, very um, uh, impactful way to see how your you know how well your team is aligned and where some of those vulnerabilities and misalignments might be uh, in- inhibiting your team's performance. So shoot me an email; I'll set you up with the individual version of the line of sight. And uh, that's a, you'll be uh, charting a great course there uh, for uh, getting your, your team and your entire company uh, all rowing the boat essentially in the same direction. 
Well, you know, that's one of the key things that um, I see when I do uh, coaching work in companies is not everyone is rowing in the same direction. So I want to thank you so much, Joe, for a very enlightening and informative uh, discussion about strategy. Hopefully strategy is not this big elephant in the room that's not talked about, but needs to be talked about on all levels, starting from the C-suite down to the front line. So thank you again so much. Um, And now we're going to go to next week's program, which is uh, Workforce of the Future. And my guest is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling, a valued sponsor of the Business Edge. It's no secret that rapidly advancing technology and more sophisticated global competition is continuously reshaping the U.S. workplace. It's vital to prepare today for the workforce of the future. David will provide insights into the strategic and tactical plans being made in talent management areas to prepare for this evolution. So tune in Wednesday, December 3rd at 11 Pacific and 2 Eastern for this thought-provoking interview. Now, here's a smart move tip for next week, and it really Uh, piggybacks on what Joe has been talking about. It is, make your business strategy everyone's business. Keep it at the top of everyone's mind. For example, at every staff meeting, ask these questions. How can we make our strategic plan easier to understand? How can we be more effectively carrying out our key objectives? What is getting in the way of our department's success? The ultimate goal for any strategy should be a real working plan, not an on-the-shelf plan or in-the-drawer plan. The one-page business plan can be a tool for you to use to make your business strategy everyone's business. Want to know more? Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who ask, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As a smart moves coach, let me show you how. Remember, good intentions, even with a good plan, don't magically lead to good results. What does is focused on action, alignment, and accountability. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die, make smart moves. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.